Hello and welcome back to QC Uncut, uncut, unedited, uncensored conversation with local newsmakers. I'm your host, Sean Leary, and today my guest is Jeff O'Neill, the founder and chief guy behind Midwest Monster Fest, and Jeff, uh been an interesting trek. I remember having the conversation with you a couple of years ago before you'd even started the first fest and you first had the idea. And I remember saying, man, I have a feeling this is going to be really successful. First year, knocked out of the park, then you had to deal with COVID. Now you're coming back strong. How does it feel? feels pretty good. It's it, it's kind of nice to finally get back into some normalcy in life and it, 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 it's you know 2020 was a big wide eye opener you know you take a lot of things for granted in life and it teaches you not to take those things for granted but it's it's nice to get back in and, and, and come bigger than 2019 and got a heck of a stacked lineup this year which pretty excited for now the monster fest is coming up september 2nd and 3rd at the rust belt in east moline it's uh september 3rd 4th and 5th 3rd, 4th and 5th yeah, third, fourth, and 5th I know it's that one week the two weekends from <laughs> yep so it'll be third fourth and fifth at the rust belt uh all the information's on the website but it's going to be a fun filled weekend between just all the activities the celebrities coming in the vendors there's vendors coming from all over the midwest and even some from even a little bit further than that that's it's pretty exciting. It's going to be fun. Tell us about some of the highlights. Tell us about some of the vendors first, and then get into some of the celebrities who are coming in. Well, we've got uh, a couple good vendors that are, well, all of the vendors are great, but there's some really cool ones that I'm friends with. Is Atomic Cotton coming from Kansas City. Uh, Plot 13 <laughs> coming from Indiana. He makes some really, really cool stuff. Uh, Death Stitch uh, will have their custom clothing there. Uh Gosh, I, I should have brought the full list in front of me. But there's just so many. Between, you know, there'll be comic books to, to people making their own FX stuff, uh, artists, authors, uh, even just a little bit of everything. You'll be really surprised. And pretty much every vendor is going to be horror-related, mm-hmm. which is kind of nice. It's Rather than going to, you know, seeing a bunch of comic book stuff there, you know, I tried to try to keep it as horror as I could, you know, to keep it keep that theme. Well, now, what about some of the celebrities coming in? You dropped a couple new names on us of people that are coming in. Um, uh, John Dugan from Chain- Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Tom Friedley from uh, Friday the 13th Part 6, which, you know, we've got ex- the exclusive here at QuadCities.com. We dropped those. Who are some of the other celebrities that you got here on the list? Well, with, with Tom Friedley coming, we've got four total actors from uh, Friday the 13th Part 6. So we got C.J. Graham, who was Jason. Uh, Tom Matthews, who was, you know, everybody knows him in that part. And then uh, Darcy DeMoss. So there's four of them from Friday the 13th, 6, which this year is the 35th anniversary of the movie. Um, got Quad City native Linnea Quigley coming in town, which she's pretty excited about coming back in town. She said it's been a little bit, and she's really excited about especially coming to her hometown. And there's a horror convention here, you know, right. hometown area. You know, we could go to Clint Howard. I mean, who does not know who Clint Howard is? Right. That man has been in so much stuff. You could just look at look at his list of movies. I mean, as a child in Star Trek, to go on to, to you know, Apollo 13. He was in so many Adam Sandler films and just Ice Cream Man and Evil mm-hmm. Speak. I mean, I could sit here and go on and on. And uh, Then, you know, I got the Haunt uh, reunion. I've uh, got... Quad City local uh, Justin Markson, uh, Cheney Morrow, who played Ghost, and then Damian Maffei coming in as well, which he was, you know, in Haunt. He was the devil in Haunt. Uh, Strangers Pray at Night. He was the, the burlap mask. And then uh, he was just in the, the new uh, Wrong Turn uh, movie as well. 
Uh, there's a few guests that I had to bring because of my childhood, just remembering different movies, Toxic Avenger. So I, I'm having uh, Mark Torgel, who was uh, uh, Melvin the Mop Boy. Uh, another good one is Mark Price. You know, all of us watched, well, our age, right, right. watch Family Ties yeah. growing up, and you got the, you know, the goofy neighbor next door, Skippy. You know, uh-huh. he's coming, and he was also in a film, uh, Trick or Treat. Mm-hmm. Which had you know Gene Simmons and Ozzy Osbourne back in the '80s as well, and that that's another one a blast from my past, from my youth. I remember watching that a million times. Uh-huh. VHS, I think I burned those VHS out pretty well. It's um, got Lisa Wilcox coming in from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street four and five. Uh, Tamara Glenn, she was in Halloween five. Then it got a couple musicians coming in. It, one of them was my first rock concert I ever went to. It was at the Call Ballroom, 1991. Went and saw Living Color, and that just, I fell in love with rock mm-hmm. music. And I had to, when I had the opportunity to bring Corey Glover in, it was hard to say no. I right. was like, because that, that brought me back to that 15-year-old me. Mm-hmm. Um, How'd that come about? With bringing him? Mm-hmm. Um, well, there's an agent I use a lot. Uh, he, he, he gets a lot of different people. Mm-hmm. And I saw that he was friends with Corey and he was just starting to do a show here and there and I'm like I told him I'm like I'd love to bring Corey I was like because I mean who who doesn't love living color uh-huh, I mean yeah. that's just goes back to back to my youth but anyways it, it, I couldn't pass it up and when I brought it up to him and he talked to Corey about it and he was he was gung-ho mm-hmm. for it and he was like yeah he's like I'd, I'd love to come because he's a uh, few weeks after Midwest Monster Fest they will be playing at Riot Fest mm-hmm. which is I'm going to make a trip up there. Right. I, I got to see them again. That, the last time I saw them was 1991. That was the only time I ever saw them and mm-hmm. wish I had that opportunity again. Well, I'm going to take this opportunity and right. see them. Um, and then also bringing in Richie Ramone. Um, he was the drummer for the Ramones back in the 80s for about four or five years. And uh, just wanted to add some musicians to it as well because that's, mm-hmm. you know, the love that me and my son have is, is, is horror films and music. You know, uh-huh. and it's might as well throw those together and, and try to have a great time and bring the community together for something that you know we don't have around here we didn't didn't have until we brought this here and you know you had you know comic book shows that are dime a dozen sure. there's a lot of them around here and you know me and my son we travel all the time to go to these things and we were like all right we're bringing one here and sure glad that worked out in 2019 for it to happen right yeah, were, um, were you surprised at all about how successful it was, and and you know how people embraced it, and uh, you know really, really, you know you had great attendance, and the the response was fantastic. I, I will say it was nerve wracking, just because you know you put that much time and 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 money wrapped up into it, and you don't know you know that the, there's a huge horror following in the Quad Cities, yeah, but you just yeah. don't know if it's getting out to everybody, right. you know, because you can only you know you can push as much as you can, but you can't always hit every news source or or, or way because there's a lot of people that stay away from social media, a lot of people that stay yeah. away from TV, that don't listen yeah. to the radio, so you have to try to hit every way that you possibly can, and it was it was great to see the the response. I mean. That morning, that Saturday morning, the first day of the show, I was pretty freaking nervous because at first the doors opened up and it was a little slow. And I'm thinking, oh, man, I just fell flat on my face. You know, I'm thinking, great. But by noon, that place was just, it was insanely packed. And I'm like, oh, good. You know, it was like a (laughs) sigh of relief. And I'm like, okay, this is good. I mean, which it was a chance anyways to take. Anything new, it's always a gamble because you never know what. You don't know what you're going to get, yeah, you know, no and, and, but you don't yeah. know what you're going to get until you try. You know, mm-hmm. if you don't try, you're never going to know, you know, so it's just, but it was nice to see that response and especially with, you know, 2020 getting canceled and then we did uh, that pop-up at, at the Rockland County mm-hmm. Fairgrounds yeah. and 
we had a fantastic response there and that was just it was just it was so much fun it was just a one day event but it, it was it, it was you know we added you know you know sideshow acts to it and you know and, and just it, it was fun and, it, and it's nice to see that people are still wanting to get out and, and enjoy these type of events um who are you personally i know you mentioned cory glover but you know who else are you personally like really looking forward to to meeting and and to seeing at the fest I mean, all of them, because I went and hand, kind of handpicked, you right. know, a lot of them. But I'm super excited about meeting Clint Howard. Uh-huh. That guy is, I don't know, he's just been, I mean, between Clint and Linnea, those two just kind of, I don't know. I've Linnea, I've, I've gotten to know after uh, doing, you know, different charity things for her last year and helping her out. And, you know, so she's such a kind-hearted person mm-hmm. that, you know, I, I want to meet her in person. But... Clint just seeing as much stuff that he's been in through all the years and just he just plays a great crazy character that you know I I, I want to talk to I want to have a conversation <laughs> with the guy you know I want to sit down and have a cup of coffee with him you know it just you wonder if he's as crazy as his characters yes yes <laughs> it, you know it's it's like I I enjoy those kind of conversations if someone can just you know throw me a curveball I love I love sitting there having conversations like that <laughs> why do you think horror movies strike such a deep chord with people like you mentioned there is like a huge like horror movie uh, fan base here in the Quad Cities but really it's nationwide I mean horror films always do really well it's one of the reasons why like so many aspiring filmmakers like Scott and Brian Blue Box Boys you get in through horror because it's low budget and ends up making mon- its money back because there are so many people People who, you know, enjoy horror films. Why do, you, why do you think that is? Why do you think it strikes such a strong chord with people? I don't know if it's just like a release for, you know, because, I mean, the world is crazy as it is, mm-hmm. you know, but you could sit there and watch a horror film. I, I To me, I, I cringe and watch the news, and I don't I don't like watching it right. just because it's just... But I can sit there. I love sitting there watching a horror film. I don't know if it's... If you, if you look at it as like a release or if, you know, it's kind of like a, you know, like I brought it before, it's kind of like a roller coaster, right? You know, just, yeah. you sit there and you get your heart pumping like, oh, crap. You know, even though you know it's just a movie, but it can still, you can get you into it. And I just, I've always had that love for, for horror films. And, and it seems like a lot of people do. It's a, it's a love-hate thing because I've, like, when I was uh, promoting over the weekend and I've had a few people, oh, no, no, I'm not a big horror fan. And then you'd see somebody like, holy crap, yes, give me that. Let me see that. Right. You know, and then... But it's just funny how it it works out that way. But I mean, it's I know everybody has their own personal viewpoint of how they say the why they love horror. But for me, I I don't know. I've just always liked it. And my mom has always thought I was just what the heck's wrong with you? I I, I chose Halloween over Christmas. Uh-huh. You know, if I could, I had to pick one holiday, and that was one holiday I had to stick with. I pick Halloween. Uh-huh. I wasn't that Christmas kid. Uh-huh. You know, I I it was, I always picked Halloween first. You know, and it. it just it's just one of those things that I, I loved being that that scare people joke with people and uh-huh. just that's that's my love for it i and then, then seeing people jump and scare for movies and that and every once in a while those movies they'll get me too i'm sitting there and like my kid will laugh at me ah, i made you jump and i'm like it did yeah i'm like sure it did <laughs> but you know it's just i don't know it i i've always enjoyed them 
What is the most difficult, most challenging thing about putting together a fest of this size? I mean, before you did this, you had mentioned you didn't really have a whole lot of experience in regard to putting events like this together, and it's a mammoth undertaking. I mean, uh, I used to produce shows. I used to produce like theater shows and movies and stuff, and, and I remember how much work it was behind the scenes, just little details and making sure you got all everything on the list crossed off. I, I've never produced something like this. I can only imagine like how much effort goes into securing the venues, getting the insurance, getting all everybody booked, get the hotels booked, get the planes booked, get you know all just these little details that you got to take care of. How do you do it, and what's the most challenging thing about it? Well, you know, it's I've always been that type. Even before I started doing this, I I would because I always had that dream of wanting to try to do something like this and I, I would sit back even as a vendor at certain events and I would sit there I'd dissect it I would just look back and say like I guess you could say I'm an overthinker in a way because but which is not always a bad thing because I could sit there and I'll look and, and I'll dissect something completely to, to figure out what needs to be done to make something happen and Probably the worst, the most challenging part of doing something like this. Is, I mean, is a hundred percent organization. I, I put a lot on onto myself. I'm one of those stubborn, hard-headed people that you know. I'm like, you know, oh, I got it, I got it, you know. And believe me, I got some great help, you know. But I'm just one of those types that, you know, I get in and do it. And you know, it's just you know the flights that can be a pain right now with everything kind of going on yeah. and and and. You know, with working with celebrities, their their schedule changes on a, on a regular basis because of picking up movies. You know, you know that they that that could change where their flight leaves from. You know, like right now, I have to change someone's flight. Um, Tamara Glenn, she she's in Florida, but now she just picked up a, a spot in a movie, which now I have to change her flight, leaving and coming from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. So when I call, when you call Delta. It's, you have to. You can only do that over the phone, and you'll sit on hold for five to six hours. Holy crap! I guarantee you, this year alone, just because of different flight changes I've had to make for certain people and things like that, I guarantee you, I've spent a forty-hour work week on the phone talking to Delta and sitting on hold with Delta, and I will be doing more. <laughs> <laughs> What's the most rewarding thing for you about it? The most rewarding part is especially seeing the day of the event and seeing the people there, the enjoyment in people's faces, they're just having fun, having a good time. Right. You know, and when you see that, that that enjoyment of all the hard work, you know, it's just, I mean, because it's a lot of work. I mean, I work a regular 40-hour job. You know, I raise a kid by myself and then doing this. And then plus, you know, me and my son, we sell toys at conventions. So it, I'm constantly doing something. But plus, I make T-shirts. So I'm, I'm, I've always got something going on, and when when you bust your butt to make something like that happen, and, and, and you see it all fall into place, and see everybody just enjoying it, that is just happiness in itself. You know, it's not about making any money. It's you don't get rich off these things. Right. But it, I love doing it. I love uh, the challenge. Mm. I'm one of those types that if someone challenges me, I'm gonna prove you wrong. I'm gonna show you. I can. I'll figure it out. You know, and that's where my son gets his hard-headedness from as well. <laughs> but it's it's nice to see the finished product, right. to see everything just fall into place, and all the you know the great help that I got. I mean, I tell you, the volunteers I have are just they're great. 
I mean, you couldn't ask for a better group of people. I mean, they they bust their butt. They helped me out a lot. I mean, we uh, went to the Fourth of July parade and we ran through that um, in East Moline, and I, I filled a deep freezer up full of sixteen hundred freezer sticks, and we handed those out all to the kids out there, and they, and they were just having so much fun, and they they, they love coming and helping. The volunteers come, love coming and helping for, with anything and everything to help spread the word. And I, gosh, you know, you don't understand. I appreciate that a hundred percent. Anything we haven't talked about that you think is important to add that people need to know about prior to uh, the, the Midwest Monster Fest? Well, we will have plenty of sanitizing stations throughout the venue. Um, as of right now, uh, we're just going with masks are recommended. We're just following with through uh, state and CDC policies. Um, but as of right now, we're, we're going to play as safe as possible as we can and just still have a great time because, you know, we we can't shut our world down again. Right. We need to stay open, but yes. we need to do it a safe way. Yeah. And we all need to be smart about it. Mm-hmm. And as long as we're all doing that, we can keep things going. Right. You know, and, and if if we have a lot of recklessness, that's where we're going to end up back where we were last year. We I don't, we don't all don't want to be back oh, there. Oh yeah, nobody you know, wants that. No, no, we don't. But I just I want to know everybody. I want everybody to feel safe and comfortable there. You know, it's you know, I will have masks available for anybody who feels that they want one or need one or anything like that. But as of right now, it's just we're following through with what the state and CDC will call for. And but there will be plenty of sanitizing stations. There'll be areas for for people to kind of separate from themselves if they need to. You know, if say if it gets crowded in any areas or whatnot, that can kind of enjoy. But it's crazy times <laughs> <laughs> yes it is and um once again to remind you midwest monster fest coming up september 3rd through the 5th that is at the rust belt in east moline uh, you want to go to midwestmonsterfest.com for more information on that and of course check out quadcities.com um, we're gonna have plenty of stories on the event and letting people know what's going on some little bios on some of the guests and such and everything else and uh you know have a little spotlight there for Midwest Monster Fest. We at QuadCities.com are proud to be a sponsor of Midwest Monster Fest, by the way. And um, man, I'm, I'm just really happy, like because I remember having you as a guest on the show for the first time before you ever did this. When you first had the idea and you contacted me, and you're like, "Hey, you know, I'm thinking about doing this fest. You know, would you be interested in doing a story on it?" I'm like, "That's a fantastic idea. I'm surprised nobody's ever thought of that." And it's so cool to see something go from idea. Or passion project that you're really like you know into and then to see it come to fruition and become successful i mean it's just such a cool thing and it's one of the great things like about the quad cities is to see you know people follow their passions and, and make things happen and make things you know you know bring things to reality and see them successful and to see people enjoy them it just makes the the, the community a richer place so jeff thanks very much for all your effort thank you for being a sponsor because these these events can't happen if you don't have good backing and sponsorships you know if you don't have those people back there try to help you because i mean these things are not cheap to put on you know to to get the word out and everything and 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 i appreciate you guys you know and that's i appreciate you thank you thank you well good luck with the festival and you know as always wish you the best thank you and i look forward to seeing everybody there it's going to be a great fun weekend and Keep an eye on the website and the, the social media pages. We'll have lists of all the, the, the schedules of everything that will be going on. It will be a great time. I 
look forward to it. A lot of work, a lot of work up to this. Two years in the planning for this with 2020 being canceled. So there's been a lot of work wrapped up in this. I'm ready to see the joy in people's faces in this thing. So, but yep, thanks. Thank you. Thanks to Jeff O'Neill, the founder, the man behind the curtain for Midwest Monster Fest. Coming up, Rust Belt, East Moline, September 3rd through 5th. you got to go check that out. It's at MidwestMonsterFest.com. You can get a lot of the info, QuadCities.com. We'll have a lot of the info, too. Please check that out. Thanks a lot for listening to QC Uncut, uncut, unedited, uncensored conversation with local newsmakers. I'm Sean Leary. Have a great day.